the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose exists to encourage, equip, and empower Christian leaders by convening and featuring like-minded marketplace influencers in a non-threatening, generationally diverse atmosphere of fellowship. And now, here is today's host. Greetings and welcome to the Men with a Purpose show for this weekend, the last one for April on AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer and 100.7 FM The Word. I'm Dwight Johnson, Jr., your host of the show that also coincides with the Men with a Purpose Luncheon on the second Thursdays of the month at the Boot Barn Hall from 11.30 to 1.30. However, for May, we are moving up the luncheon to the first Thursday, May 4th, for the annual National Day of Prayer. Today, my guest is Eric Schofield, the Chief Development Officer of Young Life, who is also the speaker for the Men with a Purpose Luncheon for this coming Thursday, May 4th, the National Day of Prayer. Good morning, Eric Schofield. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning. I'm doing great. No Man. more rain, sunny. Come on. All right. Cross your fingers on that one. I heard the weather forecast, so hopefully we'll have an awesome weekend. I really appreciate you uh, sending over your presentation to me and my father, Dwight Johnson Sr. Now, I won't be going over the entire thing because that's your story, and it's a great story, but I will ask you some of the highlights from it and share on this show uh, that you'll be discussing at Men With a Purpose and the luncheon. Uh, Let's start off uh, with a spiritual question. So I want to go back to 1981. Mm. We're going back 42 years (laughs) when you were a sophomore in high school. This is before the organization, uh, excuse me, the organization Young Life that you are a part of now. But it's a very important year for you, your spiritual start. Absolutely. 1981. um, I did not know the Lord. I was a sophomore in high school and did all things that sophomores in high school that don't know the Lord do. And uh, it was at that time, I was in a biology class, and there was a girl in front of me, and uh, the guy next to me had a girl in front of him, and we went to dissect the frogs. We said, hey, why don't I ask her, and you ask her, and well, the rest is history. She became my girlfriend, and most importantly, she invited me to Young Life, which I'd never heard of. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, Young Life for me was huge in high school, so you got into it in your sophomore year, and and tell me more about that. Well, that first night, uh, I went to Young Life. I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to an insurance pitch or what. <laughs> um, but I rolled into a house in a living room in the basement. It was packed, packed with kids. And interestingly enough, uh, that night, they showed a film. I don't know if you know what a, the word film means. But uh, they they pitched this California camp called Woodleaf, of which I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, jet skis and mini bikes and girls and, you know, swimming pools instead of basketball camp. I signed up that night. That night? That night. And how long was the camp? Well, the, the camp, uh, well, one interesting little story, because I did a funeral about two years ago. So I re- went back to my house and got my check, uh, it, it brought it back and gave it to the committee person for Young Life, my $35 deposit check. After I left the room to go back home, that woman... Her name's Marlene. Um, she held it up to her friends and said, now this is a waste of money. 
Um, I only know that because 10 years later, after I met the Lord and I came on, I graduated from college, came on Young Life Step, Marlene called me and said, can I take you to lunch? And I said, well, sure. So I had no idea what we had going, but we went to lunch and she sat down and she said, I have a confession to make. And I said, what is it? And she goes, well, you're my object lesson for God. And then she went back. She told me the story and said, I, you know, I thought you were a waste of money. I thought you were too far out. And then you, you know, met the Lord. And now you're the area director for Young Life. So she slid a $200 check across the table. She says, I'm going to support Young Life $200 a month as long as I can until the, you know, the day I get promoted to heaven. Of course, I looked at her and I said, did anybody else agree with you that night? <laughs> Meaning, is there anybody else I can go to for... I can offer you know, a $200 check? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I did her funeral two years ago, and she oh. supported all the way to the end. And wow. she, she was a saint. That's awesome. That is awesome. So with that in mind, I noticed that in your presentation for Men With a Purpose, the luncheon coming up on uh, this Thursday, May 4th, you've got some spiritual... Uh, quotes in there, some scriptures, passages of scripture. What yeah. are your favorites, or what do you what do you use from back then to now? Yeah, I mean the the one is certainly Mark uh, nine twenty nine, where uh, if you you know the context is Jesus grabs three of his disciples and heads up for the transfiguration, leaves nine behind. They're struggling to heal this boy. Um, Jesus comes back down the mountain with his disciples. And, of course, the father comes up and says, you know, your, your disciples could not figure this out. Um, and the disciples look to Jesus and say, how come we couldn't? And Jesus says, because this kind only comes out by prayer. I think that's a pretty appropriate scripture, Mark nine twenty nine, for the National Day of Prayer. We have lots going on in our world. We have a lot of people who have family situations, medical situations, different things in their life where you kind of want to say, well, have you tried prayer? Because this kind only comes out by prayer. And you're big on prayer in your presentation. Matter of fact, you say prayer works. So going from a sophomore in high school to where this gal challenged you, coming to this gener this well, with this generation and with the National Day of Prayer and utilizing prayer works as a theme, that's gotta be a lot of prayer between your sophomore year and now. So there was a lot of development. You love camp. You love young life. You love the Lord. So that's an awesome, I mean, that's awesome lineage right there with where you are today at 58, 58 years yeah. of age. Yeah. You know, early on, uh, I was the area director for young life in Salem, Oregon for, um, you know, six, eight years, whatever in the, uh, late eighties, early nineties. And the person who trained me said, you can't have a young life club unless you have a prayer group. So I took that as obviously that's the way it was. So I went out and rallied about seven, happened to be moms. And for the next 14 years, every Monday morning, 8.30 a.m. to 9.30, these women would meet me at Betsy's house um, <laughs> and we'd pray. Well, I can give you multiple stories of this prayer group. But what I will tell you right now is there's many times that these ladies would say, you know, Where's the list? Where's the list? And so I'd hand him a list. And there might be a kid, I won't say his last name, but it was a kid named Kevin. And uh, and they'd say, okay, we're praying for Kevin. Now, has he ever been to Young Life? And he's never been to Young Life. Do you think he'd come to you? No way. This kid's way out there. They'll pray. That night, kid comes up from behind me. There are 200 kids at Young Life. Puts his hands over my eyes and says, guess who? Guess who? And I turn around, and it's Kevin. And I immediately kind of go back, and I'm like, is that a coincidence? Or is that prayer works? And I would tell you, 
prayer, prayer works. works. Yes. That's awesome. I want to let everyone know out there in Radio Land right now that you are listening to the Men with a Purpose show on AM 1460 and FM 101.1 The Answer and 100.7 FM The Word. And I am speaking with Eric Schofield, the Chief Development Officer of Young Life and the featured speaker for the Men with a Purpose luncheon on May 4th at the Bootborn Boot Barn Hall and on the National Day of prayer, and that should be fun for you, fun for your family, uh, and fun for your uh, young like your young life staff that will be there, or some yep. folks that will be there at the boot barn. So that's got to have fun, and of course, with that all in mind, prayer works. So you are in young life. You uh, started a hundred eighty degree turnaround. Your young life and your family. Tell me about your family, because that's very important for you. Absolutely. And you'll be discussing that as part of your presentation. But along with uh, being a part of Young Life in in your early life, uh, being uh, totally turned to Christ in a Young Life situation and camp, now you got family. Yeah. So um, I have a wife named Marnie. Uh, We've been married, uh, well, since, uh, what was that? We're going on 24 years. Oh, We have two boys. Uh, a senior at CSU Hudson and a sophomore at Cheyenne Mountain Charlie. So that that kind of is the makeup of our family. Now I will say I will comment on it on the National Day of Prayer a little bit, but I'm just going to say this: we have two miracle boys, two miracle boys. When our oldest was born, uh, the doctor basically looked at the situation. Uh, I won't get into the medical graphic details, but he basically said, this is a miracle boy. He should have never made it through the entire pregnancy. And and then the second one I'll talk about on the National Day of Prayer, which is Charlie. But they both are miracle boys, and we we've, we've just feel blessed like crazy. So being a part of Young Life, and you have your boys, but you got your start at Young Life. Did I mean, did you think you would work at Young Life? And then with your with your family coming along and be part of that. And then, I mean, here you are now, the chief development officer. And that's got to be, I mean, with with your situation with your family, your two sons, your wife, uh, being turned to the Lord. And then just so happens, I'm going to be working for Young Life and, and now chief development officer. Yeah, there's there's definitely some people that if you, you know, it's kind of like whoever cut Michael Jordan, I'm not saying I'm Michael <laughs> Jordan, but whoever cut Michael Jordan, that, whatever that guy's name is, he's going to go down in history, right? Yes. Well, when I uh, went to camp that summer and came back after my junior year, you had the opportunity to go on work crew. You know, you could you try oh, out okay. and uh, you go through the tryout and then you can go back and serve for a month uh, at your own expense. And so I, I tried out for work crew. And at the end of my tryout, the regional director named Jim pulled me aside and he said, listen, there is no way you should go on work crew. But we had six kids try out and we have six spots. (laughs) So you are in. The fact that I'm still with this mission and I'm still kind of, you know, leading an aspect of our organization in, in the development department is to me just God smiling down because I do feel like I'm. Still that that kid, you know, um, in awe of like when I heard the gospel for the first time when I went to camp and I kept saying, I can't believe they're doing this for me. And they were whether it be the way they presented the gospel, the fact that, you know, two motorcycles came in the dining room or whatever the crazy thing they did. I, I remember thinking, I can't believe it. 
But they really were doing all that they did to make sure that kids, especially kids like me, who didn't know, would hear the story of the gospel. And in 92, that's when you started your Young Life career. Correct. In 1992, I, I started my Young Life career, which, again, is is humorous because I went and sat with the uh, then regional director and said, okay, I noticed that the area that I'm coming to is in debt, $17,000. Now, is there any way you as a regional director could wipe that debt out so that I could start fresh? And he looked at me and he, he giggled and laughed and and this would end up being a little bit of a theme for me. So I, I started day one as an area director right on the cusp of not getting paid. We came out of debt in about four months. And my entire time as an area director, we were never we never were in debt. So you kind of fast forward. Um, I remember saying the only reason I would not want to go on Young Life staff was I, I don't want to raise money. Now I'm the chief development officer. And then when I was in Houston, Houston, great people in Houston, Texas, uh, generous people in Houston, Texas, and Young Life came to me and said, we'd like you to go to Southern California. We want you to go to San Diego. And San Diego happened to be a region that was, well, it was $597,000 in debt, which is a lot more than $17,000 in debt. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But we prayed. It was clear. The Lord's call was clear. We moved our family to Houston. I mean, excuse me, to San Diego. And the Lord was so good. We ended up coming out of uh, that $597,000 debt in less than nine months. Oh, man. Never went in debt again. Wow. Went from the uh, region that took the least amount of kids to camp to the second region in the country of taking kids to camp. Not first. Ohio was first. But I'm just saying it was it was a God uh, turnaround, really. And I think there was a lot of prayer. Prayer works. That's your just theme. In case, yeah, that's that, your theme right now. And that's the theme you're going to have on Thursday at the Men with a Purpose Luncheon at the Boot Barn Hall on May 4th, National Day of Prayer. 31 years in young life. Now, with that theme of prayer works and, and, and having a, a cusp of, yeah, this is what I want to do. But 31 years, I mean, that's incredible. 31 years uh, is incredible. Uh, time passes fast. I don't know if you know that, but, you know. Now people, it does as yeah. we get older. <laughs> I know. People will say to you, you know, so I try not and be the guy that says, you know, to the, the parents with young kids, you know, hey, time's going to go fast. I try not and be that guy. But it's true. Time does go fast. Um, and so all the more important to make sure you're focused on the right things. And I think the Lord's the right thing. And I think prayer is the right thing. And I think, you know, 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, all things that are seen are temporary. All things that are unseen are eternal. And so I, that's that's my life verse. Uh, and so I like to focus on things that we can't see. Um, I had the opportunity to have a, a breakfast at my house every Wednesday of 30 sophomore boys. And just FYI, sophomore boys are full of... You know, vim, vigor, and vitality, and uh-huh. uh, a lot of you know bodily noises and grunts, and and they eat a lot. And I try and view the the invisible, right, the unseen, which is I see these guys as young adult men in their twenties, absolutely getting after it for the Lord. That's what I'm driving towards. That's what I'm praying towards right now. You know, I mean, they're sophomores in high school, but that's what we're praying for. That's what we're driving for. Uh, and that is important, right? So what are the things in your life that are important that you can't see right now? 
um, but you know that they're the most important things. Those are the things you want on that prayer list. Well, and, and, and as you get older, you always want to have that big picture look. Because when you're a sophomore in high school, you don't have a big picture. You have the picture right in front of you. That's right. And if you turn around the kids, it'd be nice. It, 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 it would be nice if 100% of those sophomores uh, develop that big picture with the development of the belief of, of our Lord Jesus Christ and their blessings and get a bigger picture faster when they're younger as opposed to approaching your mid-50s or even like myself in the 60s now to maintain a big picture where it's focused. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, um, I compare this. These guys are class of 25 because they're sophomores, but I had a class of 92 when they were sophomores. And I went to a, hear a speaker one time um, on kind of doing prayer battle in prayer. His name was Tom White. And I left that time and said, I'm going to pray for this class of 92 that were sophomores then. And if you if I told you where all of those people were today, it's it's amazing. And again, you say coincidence or prayer. And I'd say prayer works. And so I'm praying for class of 25 and I can't see it yet, but that class of 92, it worked, and we're going to keep praying and lifting up class of 25. And again, I just say to everybody at that National Day of Prayer, after every little section that I might go through, I might say, and what about you? What's your, on your prayer list? What's your class of 25? Or what's your family situation? Or what's your job situation? Or financial situation? Whatever, whatever it might be, they are worthy of our prayers. Yes, they are. And 31 years of prayer, 31 years of sophomores, and, and hopefully in the big picture, all those boys or, or boys and girls, sophomores, yep. uh, with Young Life are still with it, are still uh, involved in some way with uh, Young Life or other organizations that truly help our Lord, That's Jesus right. Christ, in, in the battle against evil. And with your travels through Houston, San Diego, Oregon, at yep. this point, after 31 years, now here in Southern Colorado, what do you deem as, a, 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 as like a favorite? I mean, Southern California, I mean, in San Diego, uh, wow, that's, that, that's awesome. That's better than living in the desert for 34 years. Well, but, listen, here's what I like to say. You know, you ever ask somebody with multiple kids, what's your favorite kid? Um, you know, the one I'm with now uh, or whatever. Um, I would just say uh, we lived in Oregon and it was green and it was lush. We lived in Seattle and it was home of coffee. We lived in Houston and it was the most generous people and good barbecue. We lived in Southern California where you can live outside 20, you know, four hours a day. And we live in Colorado and you cannot beat the snow-capped mountains or the summers. I'm really looking forward to summer. Uh, in Colorado. But man, we're sitting in our living room and that snow's falling. It's it's beautiful. It is. And it's a welcome sight back, like I said, being in Southern California for 34 years and the snow. Oh, I remember some of those major snowstorms back in the day, but uh, it's it's good to see it. And I know we're trying to kickstart spring in here and get it going. And from what I understand from all the, all the DJs uh, that have been talking about on the radio for the last couple of days, the weekend is supposed to be spectacular. And, I'm looking forward and hopefully to that. The, that May 4th is going to be an awesome day for a National Day of Prayer. At the Boot Barn Hall, 1130 to 1.30, Eric Schofield, Chief Development Officer for Young Life with Men with a Purpose Luncheon. You're on the Men with a Purpose show on the answer and the word. And again, 31 years is tremendous being uh, in, the, in the same 
field, the same company. Uh, you're not seeing a lot of that in, in these days. I'm still in radio broadcast, uh, mass communications, 37 years. <laughs> and I kind of got into that after my father sold the family company in 78. Kind of freed me there. Uh, so you don't, you just don't see it anymore. I mean, my wife retired from teaching after 39 years, five here in Colorado and 34 in California. And the devotion is there. So it's a blessing after 31 years for you, all those sophomores. I mean, it's gotta be a a thrill. Uh, yeah, you're in Seattle. It's, that's a great city. San Diego, one of my favorites, Houston, Oregon, um, got relatives in Bend. That's a beautiful area That's, too. Uh, a lot Especially, like Colorado Springs. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, thirty-one years. I mean, for your for your miracle boys and your and your wife, uh, it's got to be a, a great feeling, a great blessing. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, one thing I'd say is I've done different jobs in Young Life for all of those years: um, area director, regional director, senior vice president, now in development. But you know, these last eight years in development, it's very like when I marry somebody, you know, when I marry somebody, I feel like I have the best seat in the house. Everybody else is sitting back in the you know church or the outdoor, you know, wedding. And I'm literally right up front. I got the bride. I got the groom. I'm, I'm like watching them in this, you know, moment, this incredible moment where they're making a commitment, you know, before God and their family and friends. And, and I'm like right there. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to them whisper. I'm watching the husband put his hand, you know, on his wife's hand. And, and in development in these last eight years, I've watched a couple of moments where people have, I feel like I have the best seat in the house. They are giving their resources over to kingdom things. And I'm kind of right there when they say, well, we, we think we want to do this or we think we want to do that. And these are, these are very generous numbers. And I'm right there watching them in this moment with the Lord and themselves and their resources and their kingdom goals. And, uh, and that's pretty fun. And, and those are answers to prayer. After 31 years, when you started in 92 and just looking across from you now, you've, I mean, you're 58, you're bald. Yeah. Did you have hair when you started? Did, I did, did have a lot hair of when out? I started, but it was, uh, I called it clown hair clown back hair. in the old days where you, you know, you, did, you didn't, you didn't shave your head. So I had hair on the right and hair on the left, but not a lot in the middle. And, uh, and I could still have hair on the right and hair on the left, but it'd be gray hair. So I feel like, Hey, I'm pulling years off my life with a razor. Yeah. And what is that? Once, twice a week with uh, the yep. shaving cream and Twi- all that? Twice a week. And I'll, I'll have a fresh cut. For the National Day of Prayer. <laughs> you can count on that. Okay. Now, going to that on Thursday, next Thursday at the Boot Barn Hall. Thank you, J.W. Roth, for letting us be there. Um, who's going to be there with you? Uh, we have a Young Life table, uh, maybe two. Uh, uh, and then I'll have my wife, of course, and I'll have a couple of friends from my neighborhood. So that, that'll be who, who will be with me officially. And then, of course, I think I'll know a variety of people in the room through a variety of different settings. Sure. You know, coached basketball for a number of years, and my son plays baseball, so I feel like I, you know, you just, you run into people um, that will show up, or maybe even sign up because they heard this on the radio, and they're like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. And by the way, men with a purpose is not just for men. Ladies are welcome. I've had to say that a couple of times, so please, um, everyone's welcome that day. No, my dad, uh, when he married uh, my stepmom, she was very vocal about getting women involved with men with purpose. And I think that's great. I mean, women have saved Rotary International. That's I right. Mean, adding, adding women to adding women, just 
basically from our ribs, God gave us women and it has saved humanity, to be honest with you. And so I am looking forward to your um, your presentation, your witnessing, your testimonial. Um, I know it's going to be a little longer than the show, so and I've got... I'm going to look over your presentation again, and, and I hope it's a great Thursday. It's going to be a great national day of prayer. Eric Schofield, the Chief Development Officer of Young Life, has been my guest today on the Men with a Purpose show. Weekends on AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer, and our sister station, The Word 100.7. Eric, I appreciate your time today, and thank you for your witnessing for the Lord Jesus Christ, your spiritual testimony, and many blessings to you again this Thursday at the Men with a Purpose Luncheon at the Bootborn Hall from 11.30 to 1.30 off of Bass Pro Road in northern Colorado Springs. And it's again, it's a blessing on the National Day of Prayer. Certainly have fun with your family and friends there and just give God the glory. This is Dwight Johnson Jr. and you've been listening to the weekend show Men with a Purpose on the Answer and our sister station, The Word, We will be back next weekend with another guest with their spiritual witnessing for our Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless. Thanks for listening to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose Colorado Springs meets at a monthly luncheon with a featured speaker and messages that empower, equip, and encourage by the power of their testimony. Join us next time on Men with a Purpose. For more information, go to mwap.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.